0: right i'm hitting record straight away because uh ollie's got a house full of chicken pox and could disappear at a moment's notice yes dedicated dad that he is um ollie last week you you left us on tender hooks with uh, the hints of an announcement which are less um, exciting now in the sense that we've heard it <laughs> so most of us um before we get to that though i thought why not let that let let's have that inspire some interesting warm-up questions okay um that are are there any cliffhangers from movies or tv shows that really stand out to you as kind of the one that really got you
1: cliffhangers i don't know that's such a good question um well i don't know if you get cliffhangers in a film do you because it's usually i guess it's i see i guess something like um like a, a trilogy or something like that, you get them, you know. Uh, yeah, a start, I think more, more than ever. To to
0: more yeah. than ever now, there's like the we, the studio clearly wants free movies, so they <laughs> just don't end the first one basically. Yeah,
1: and, and they don't actually end on a cliffhanger; it's just like a really annoying end. It's like yes. it's like an interval. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm really sorry. I might have to pass on that one. Um, I really want to give you a good answer there.
0: I'll, I'll uh, let you stew on it. You can always come back to it later. Seeing as this was potentially going to reveal the announcement, which has now been spoilt by your email, can you so think was, of any. That was any,
1: plan, was it? That was a plan. You were the exclusive. Sorry, we didn't write that into your contract.
0: Sorry. Never mind. Can you think of any times you were spoilt going into a movie or a TV show or an event uh, that really stand out as disappointing you?
1: Uh, what? So I went in. I watched a film, and it was really disappointing. Basically, no,
0: more like you went. You were looking forward to a film, and yeah. then somebody told you, "Oh, you know, you know the whole like, oh, Darth Vader's Luke Skywalker's father." Like, oh, come on, like.
1: Uh, no, I've done a good job of avoiding that.
0: You avoid uh, spoilers. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I've done a. Good, I've done a very good job of, of avoiding that. Um, I'm not doing very well tonight, am I?
0: That's right. <laughs> I think the final question will be a good one. So literally 20 minutes ago before coming here to record this with you yeah. um i had to quickly pop out to the shop and buy some of the kind of you know the essential things that you need in your household hmm. uh, so i was in sainsbury's and i went to the self-checkout and who would be to my left but one mr edward mason yeah so who looks over and of course sees in my basket chocolate cake ice cream yeah. <laughs> all the essential things that i need to be buying Uh, So I wondered, what's probably the time a member has spotted you out in the open that you are kind of like, oh, I wish no one had seen me doing this or buying this or in this place? Oh, Jase.
1: Well, I want to know. I'm going to stall again while I'm doing that. What what was in Ed's
0: basket? A lot of alcohol, probably. (laughs) Red wine. There we go. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's how he keeps his physique. He doesn't eat, just drinks red wine um well it works i don't know again i quite like seeing people out and about um yeah i don't know i'm trying to think it's usually like i'm dragging one of the kids through the center of town or something like that you know? um i feel i feel i feel like we should just stop this podcast now and, and oh,
0: no. okay we, we've lost, we've I've, failed I've, the podcast
1: yeah i feel like uh, i should be fired as a right.
0: Well, I mean, you've just watched me trying to discreetly remove my jacket, so clearly I am warm. So it's it's, it's I mean, done its job. Right.
1: But to 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 make sh- to just you know make sure that we don't completely screw this warm up uh, up. Why don't you give us your answers? Cliffhanger, go, because you must have these in mind already.
0: I wouldn't ask so many questions if I had answers for all of them. <laughs> um, cliffhanger. I don't know. I mean, like the obvious one. That, that stands out is probably um, the end of the Avengers. Um, was it Endgame? I'm trying to remember which one it was now. The one where basically they all, you know, half of them die. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good. But, but at the same time, I kind of knew that was coming. Right. Um, I don't know. I mean, well, it's probably more TV shows, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, but again, I haven't, I haven't got any specifics in mind, to be honest with you. Um, too many, too many. That's the problem.
1: I'm trying to think who um, there's. Well, I guess it was Game of Thrones, wasn't it? Where you just never expect, you just thought people were like nailed on characters. They're going to be throughout the whole thing and then they die. They get died off, like they, they die off straight away. Like, uh, um, yeah, I guess that comes to mind a little bit. Um, yeah,
0: anyway. Yeah. And as for spoilers, the problem is I spoil myself. Yeah. I'm always like, I'll sit there and I'll watch and i say, oh, I think this person's about to die. And then they die. And then Rochelle's like, "Oh, did you know? Did someone tell?" You? I was like, "No, it's just."
1: Oh, you just got the knack of you. Just writing,
0: it, isn't it? <laughs>
1: Megan Meg and I play that game. We uh, we try and kind of guess what's going to happen beforehand. So, um, but she'll sit there and she'll Google like something will happen. Like yeah. we were watching. Have you have you heard of this? Is us? Did you see me post about that the other day?
0: Um, I feel like it's popped. Is it on Amazon or Netflix? Yeah, Amazon Prime. Amazon. Yeah. yeah, I've it's, seen it pop up, but I haven't watched it,
1: it. it. It's really like, usually I'm proper, like love like a murder mystery or like some really dark fritters and stuff. And this is just not that. This is like, you know, completely feel good. Oh, you <laughs> know, All sorts of emotions, love stories, like stuff I would never even, you know, entertain. But we started getting into it and it's absolutely brilliant. The other day, one of the main characters, you find out that he has a baby um, and it jumps between time zones. It jumps from like um, it jumps from like the 70s, 60s, 70s, 80s. And it just follows like this family basically through through the through the years. Um, and yeah, you find out it's, and, and straight away makes like Googling like who he had because it's like a secret. It's like, what he's having a baby. Who with? And um, yeah, she straight away Googled it. Like I'm like, I could not do that. I could not ruin it
0: um so, rochelle is the same she wants to know the ending before before she'll go any further yeah um, which is which is annoying and then like with all the the kind of comic book stuff that we watch yeah i mean i'm a massive geek and i've read all the books anyway so yeah. quite often i'll be like oh but this person i'll be like yeah but that person eventually becomes this character so yeah. probably we're going to see and um which you know <laughs> is so sad yeah. yeah.
1: so yeah. now uh, you know each to their own. Do you get disappointed with the way it's, uh, some of the characters are portrayed in in film because they have to condense it down to you know ninety minute or two hour kind of?
0: Yeah, I guess it's not so bad now, but I think back when it was, every movie was an origin story. Yeah, and it's so it's like you really like this character, and it's a shame you only actually get to see them like with their full potential for twenty minutes because the first hour and a half is just watching them get there. Yeah. Um, which is a bit frustrating but we've kind of moved past that now but for a long time that was just every movie right it was oh he gets his powers he doesn't really know how to use them now he's learning to use them oh finally he's good the end it was like oh. <laughs> you know yeah. if i wanted to see someone mediocre i'd just watch myself do crossfit <laughs> That's yeah, the... yeah. right i think people are annoyed enough that we've drawn, drawn this out yeah, maybe just of that long out. enough um and also, this is the first time we've recorded in the evening, which means you could disappear at any minute for your kids, and potentially everyone can hear Emily screaming her head off, because she doesn't like to go to sleep. So yeah. there we go. That's That will be the um, the audio. That, that, that's my problem to deal with. Ollie, last week, you mentioned there was going to be big news. The, the big news has dropped. Yep. For anyone who's not on the mailing list of CrossFit Bath, which actually quite a few other listeners or not? what's the big news that you were talking about last week
1: uh, yeah so we jumped straight in we um so we, we found new premises to move to um i'm sure we can go into kind of backstory of how we got to this point um but yeah we we we've kind of it's happened quite quickly actually in the last kind of two to three weeks um opportunity came up that was too good to pass up really um and yeah we just went for it um don't think we'll have this uh opportunity again especially in the next couple of years so so yeah super excited um lots of work that's going to be required to to get up to scratch um but we're we're, we're really excited and can't wait to show it off I guess
0: it is exciting i I think the absolute best thing about it is how close it is to my house <laughs> which I don't know if that was you know part of the stipulation for a new premises but I definitely appreciate it.
1: Yeah, well, what we did was we did a survey and we mapped out where everybody lived and we basically tried to get it as close to everyone's house as possible. Basically, that's what we did.
0: Yeah. Well, c- clearly mine must have been right in the middle then because it is just around the corner. Uh, I saw you put up a little map. Somebody asked, somebody asked if it was one stack, yeah. <laughs> which was brave of them. Uh, but you put up a little map about like, where it is. My question is, can you access it from the park?
1: Um, you can, I don't, I'm not sure it's like a, I'm not sure it's a um, an actual public route, but I've I've seen when the kids come out of the junior school, they walk down the lane and then they walk down into the park behind the fence, so it's definitely a shortcut, so you don't have to walk all the way around to Coronation Avenue or, or vice versa, around the top down to, to um, Coronation Avenue, and actually we're trying to build a, the landlord is trying to build a road, an access road from the from like you know adjacent to the park up into the unit as well so we we, long term that will probably be the main access i think um so yeah that's a yes to your answer basically only by walking at the moment but eventually or or by bike and then eventually with car as well
0: sorry i mean it was a very selfish question because it's just it's just me working out how quickly i can get there and i reckon it's about three or four minutes (laughs) probably
1: the access routes are a bit tight, so I think long-term, we'd love to have a bit of a one-way system, basically, we come in one entrance and that, the other, but that's a bit further down the line, probably, when the road's finished, et cetera.
0: Uh, and you, in the email that you sent out, the message you are like you talking about the size of the unit compared to... Uh, so I think where we were now, what is... Um, is it 2,000?
1: Yeah, I, I would say, like, gym, floor, space, if you include probably, like... If you include the 16 stations that we use, basically... That is, is roughly about two thousand square feet, give or take. Um, and yeah, this is pretty much double, over double. So,
0: um. how does that just like to because I, I imagine some people, you know, especially some of the people that go to CrossFit Bath that are in the kind of building trade, and all of those numbers immediately they can visualise um, compared to maybe like the one stake like, spot where we were before. Yep. similar size to that, bigger than that, smaller than that.
1: Uh, bigger. Obviously the ones like was like little pockets of I guess a thousand a hundred one thousand one hundred, one thousand two hundred square feet. So the, the three units combined was probably about three and a half, something like that. So we went from three and a half to two and a half. Um but also, but with, with the with the football club, I guess you don't I'm not including the toilets and stuff like that. So um, which is still takes up a chunk of space, but it's not really usable space for us. Um, and then yeah, this one's over five thousand square foot, basically. So,
0: and I imagine you've already got ideas and like, have you have you already mentally mapped out how you would ideally like the place to look, or is that kind of?
1: Um, yeah, I guess uh, it's it's uh, it's a blank canvas, right? So it's like where do you start? I I, I have uh, I have a an album on my phone like i'm literally all day every day my thing to do is when i see cool gyms and i do this for crossfit uk as well because i take images of the gyms and then uh post them on the on the social media account is i just look at gyms and look at the vibe they have and look at the designs and and what i think is cool but not just gyms as well like cafes all sorts for inspiration and i've been doing that probably for about three years so i've got a big album of of photos and stuff with inspiration um the challenge is just kind of nailing it down to one look and design and and um yeah we'll do that as a team uh and it will be cool to try and have everybody ha- can have a little bit of an input um into the look and feel and the layout and all that sort of stuff so it really feels like they've contributed to that um
0: you have like you know, ed's some... corner <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. molly's corner
1: <laughs> yeah yeah look, something like that something like that um and yeah, it will be, it will be hard. It will be, like I said, because this, you know, where do you start? Um, obviously we've done some stuff in Trowbridge recently. So that gives us a good kind of reference point and some things that worked well. And I really like about that. And there's some other things that maybe would change. Um, there's a bit of a dynamic where, you know, the, the, the CrossFit gyms are starting to look a bit generic, which absolutely is not a problem. It doesn't matter whatsoever. Um, and I kind of probably have to get over that. My only ego has to get over that. But, um, you know, it's just, yeah, uh, it's exciting because it's, like you said, it's it's a blank canvas and we can do whatever we want with it. I think that ultimately, Jace, it comes down to cost. That's, uh, you know, um, we'll go blue sky thinking and then work back from there, basically. Um, and and one of the, the only... Um, the, I guess I can't think of any negatives going to this place. Obviously, it costs us more money, but that's not a negative. I don't think we can We'll work towards that, but um, is the, the period of the lease. So it's a, it's a two-year lease initially, and the site is eventually planned for redevelopment. I think they've got a lot of work before that happens in quite a few years um, before that happens so um yeah we've got a bit of time but if we if we knew we were there for 10 years or it was like a forever home then the amount of investment that would have gone to it would have been more substantial because we know we can offset that over x amount of years whereas if we were in there two years and we pump you know 250 grand into it and we've got to get out then it's you know it's kind of wasted money basically so um I think we can be really clever about it, though. I think a lot of the stuff that we put in there, we it can be portable, so we can just take it with us. So, um, yeah, I, I'm getting into weeds a little bit, but there's there's all these things you've got kind of way up. And obviously, we want to do more classes and expand classes and do concurrent classes as well. So we've got, like, classes on the half hour for people that, you know, um, can't make maybe the, the 5 o'clock or they could do a 5.30. That's more convenient for them. They don't have to wait them for the 6 o'clock. Um that would be one example but obviously with that you need x amount more kit as well um so we've got more kits to buy you know uh, the flooring is an uh, obscene amount of flooring that we've got to, to 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 buy um another rig um so yeah lots of lots of things in we'll just put it all up on a wall next week and then just prioritize things basically um and then go from there and see, see what we can do
0: so it sounds like there's a lot of like balancing to do right because i think it it gets to that point where you're right you know ideally you'd want something where you're like here you are and you we're not doing anything with this property and you can have it for you know 10 years 20 years whatever who cares like we're not doing anything with it that's the dream scenario yeah Uh, but up until now you've been presented multiple times because there have been properties that have come up that would have been you know more or less ideal locations and the sticking point quite often was one year rolling lease And it was like, you know, we don't want to just be there for a year.
1: Or one month rolling lease. It was it was there, it was like a a, year lease, but you could kick you out with a month's notice, basically.
0: So and and so now you've got somewhere where it's like, yeah, okay, it's not necessarily the permanent home, but it's long-term enough to get out of where we are to have something better. That and from the sounds of things, it's like kind of two years is your minimum going up to three four five depending on how you know and how things go with with development and plans and, and whatever so you know potentially and, and as you say if you're smart about acquisitions and what you buy you know like kit can be moved so obviously if if you know if, if your priority is like well this is the size that we need the next place we find must be this size right and therefore the amount of kit is going to fit if you can get yeah, it. exactly
1: exactly or we you know you sell it if we don't need it but you know you like to think that you will need it and yet you know it's it's completely up in the air of The site it, i think there's just a safety net that two years but i think there's going to be a load of flex there and that you know there's a big it's going to be a big project redevelopment site there and there will be opportunities to even build something bespoke there just slightly different situated or you know, so there's loads of just being there and, and just having our ear to the ground and building relationships with the landlord, et etc. Just helps us kind of understand the lay of the land, and you know, we can we can kind of um, play it by ear as we go. So,
0: yeah, and there's always like unexpected things, like the the thing with the one stack one that was always interesting, and like and pretty much probably like this is spec, this is a massive amount of speculation here, but kind of while CrossFit was there from like six o'clock in the morning. Till nine o'clock in the evening there were constantly people around that area uh, literally running around that area so stuff kind of couldn't go on in that in that zone because there were just constantly people around right so it actually is kind of a safety net if you've got your business and you've got stuff stored in these locations you kind of know that, that people are always around so it kind of makes it a little bit safer yeah, uh, and so that that's kind of things that who knows like maybe that's something that they actually value is oh actually this place isn't just that they're there nine to five and then it's left all evening but it means that there's constantly in the evening people around so it kind of discourages people just hanging around there for no reason kind of thing so yeah. you know who knows what might happen in five years that could be kind of beneficial for for you guys for us yeah. i suppose for all of us yeah.
1: uh, the key thing for us is we can expand what we're doing now and we can improve e- even you know we can at the very least we can definitely improve the service that we're delivering and the experience that we're delivering for the next two years minimum but you know and so that that's that's it it's a no-brainer for us like if we were back in a situation in two years time where we might have to move again fine but we've had great two years and it's going to be a better two years than we would have otherwise have in, in the in the current location so
0: Yeah, and I suppose you go into like any future negotiations from a stronger point as well, because if the the box is bigger and you're offering more classes, it means membership can theoretically expand without being detrimental to the, you know, you guys have set out pretty clearly that like we have an ideal class size. We don't want to go above that because we don't Mm -hmm. want to impair the level of coaching. Mm -hmm. But concurrent classes means that you can actually have Double the size of the class without there being any uh, detriment to the quality of coaching, right? Yeah. So it means that you could have a bigger membership pool, which is obviously mm-hmm. on your books a bigger monthly income. That when you go into a negotiation to rent a property, like that's all you know. That all plays into your favor, right? Because you mm-hmm. you you're a, a safer bet. You're a kind of a, a better business for them to yeah. To, better to covenant
1: is what it's a better covenant. That's what we what we call it. So. And um, yeah, and it will just g- g- give us an opportunity to increase and grow and develop and, um, like you said, be, be in a strong position if we do, again, if we need to move, we're, we're in a strong position. You know, on the flip side of that, it could be in a poor position because you need the, the scale and the size of what you need is tricky. But yeah, and we're not, I'm not even going to worry about that now. We're, you know, we've, I've been doing this for too long to to worry about it. At the moment, it's just let's try and service the members as best we possibly can and give them the best experience as possible. Um, and that's, that's all we're focused on at the moment.
0: So. Well, and I think when you think of like the members, uh, of which I am one, <laughs> when you think about the members, you've gone through basically a year of being closed, Zoom workouts, working at home. Like, and, and, and you know, and before that, I mean, before we even heard of COVID, there was who knows what's going to happen to the gym because the football team want to redevelop. And who knows if we'll have a spot. So there was already like, a oh, maybe we're getting kicked out. Then COVID, and it was just like, oh, home workouts, working outside, all of that. We're kind of finally back in. We had the open that was really good. Everyone kind of got behind that. Mm-hmm. And this now just comes at a like, gyms have reopened. Oh, great. Finally, we're back in the gym. We all did the open. That was great. We're, we're like all ha- we've like we done one week of classes. We've all been really kind of happy to be back in and training again and not now classes, this, this comes at like class. the sorry
1: not classes open gym
0: sorry we've all done a week of <laughs> open gym where we've all conveniently done exactly the same thing at exactly the same time you're right i apologize uh, if anyone from government is listening we did our own thing right doesn't matter don't worry um you're right but this like it just seems like the absolute best timing <laughs> that it kind of could have come at because i think people are more than ever just like eager to not just get back in but really get back in if that makes yeah. sense and yeah. we we always say like coaching is brilliant we love the coaching the community is great and the facility is like you know you've proved over the last couple of years that the facility is not the most important thing it is the coaching and the community and everything that comes with it but at the same time it is frustrating right because it limits so much what you can do when you don't have the right facility yeah. um and, and even worse when you see other people with a great facility and what they're doing with it <laughs> kind of like ah <laughs> if that was us so i think this is going to be i mean what you 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 know you've put out an email and i think there was a notification through um wadboard is that right i want to say wadboard. Yeah. I think that's right yeah still not learned the name of the app <laughs> and um have you had much response personally since announcing this
1: yeah you know, to be honest chase i've been off i've been off, i haven't been on my emails and stuff um i've had people messaging me you know well wishes and stuff i think when we start sharing a few more images and stuff and and uh which we'll probably start doing tomorrow i think people will start to get excited um obviously it's just been an email for now and and actually we probably sent. what did we send it out like four hours ago or something so um i can't, I can't imagine everyone's hot on checking their emails at Four o'clock on a Saturday afternoon. But yeah, I, um, you know, for, for us, like you said, it, it just feels like the right time. Um, you know, there is uncertainty around the football club. And yeah, we are restricted. You know, ultimately, we got to the point um, before we went into the last lockdown where we were having to tell people that they couldn't train. You know, they couldn't come and train to the gym. And they had to go on a waiting list because we were full and that's great you know it's a great kind of narrative to to tell people but on the flip side that we were preventing people from coming in and experiencing what we have to offer and that was that was my biggest frustration more than anything it was like these people really want to do CrossFit and at the moment they can't because we can't facilitate it and that that was um you know that was the frustration of mine because like the beauty of a CrossFit affiliate is you can run it however you like. And there are some amazing, amazing gyms that only have a hundred members, 150 members, and they do really well out of it. Um, and, um, the, I just, the, I feel like if we only had 150 members, it would just be so many people in Bath and the surrounding areas that we just would be missing out on doing CrossFit basically. Um, and, and yeah, so, you know, we, 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 we're continuing to grow and expand and not, you know, offer that to people, um, I really love like, my dream is to just have anybody be able to do it. Um what that looks like, I don't know. And there's a lot of headaches. The more members you have, the more problems. It really is, it, you know, it's the is a challenge. You need more staff, um, you know, you need you need better systems and better processes, you need more space, you need more equipment. It is it, you know, it's challenging, but um, like I said, I'm just passionate about sharing CrossFit with people and giving them an experience. And I'm proud of what we're starting to develop. I feel like we started scratching the surface over the last in the last kind of 18 months COVID aside um and I feel like this is this will be the culmination of everything we've learned over the last 12 years but also the insights I've had from speaking and engaging with gym owners every day you know um for eight hours a day um so yeah I'm, I'm I'm excited about it and uh it's it's no excuses now. You know it's it's time to it's time to execute execute. And I said to the team look, it's not going to be an easy six months. It's gonna we're gonna really have to work at it, and that you know it will be even problems. But the, I, I've got no doubt that just the, the end result and the experience of people is just going to be even better than what it is at the moment. It really is, um, you know, it's an exciting proposition. So.
0: It's funny, isn't it? Because it, it's kind of like a catch twenty two situation because. you you can approach it very much as like a business. And well, if we get X number of members, uh, that means we only need X number of coaches. And, you know, this is our rent per month. This is how much we pay our coaches. This is how much our members pay. And this is how much money we make. And like, that is a successful business. And we can go ahead like that successfully Mm -hmm. uh, versus I actually care, you know, and, and somebody who's just like selling a product when they're sold out that's great right like that's the goal i've sold out everything i've got none of my product left
1: Mm.
0: great result whereas you're like well yeah i could max out my membership but i actually care that i don't just care that i've got that many people paying a membership fee what i care about is how many people are actually doing crossfit and getting all the benefits that go with that Mm. and so therefore you're kind of forcing yourself to say well then how can we increase our membership how can we and as you said it's a bigger headache because you've got to think about more coaches and bigger space and all of that but at the same time if you are that you know that owner who only cares about the bottom line and having x number of members you're probably not approaching it with the same passion that actually brings in those members right because if you had that you'd probably be that coach that or that owner that wants to keep growing because they care about what they're doing and they think it's beneficial. So it's Mm -hmm. kind of that weird, um, that weird situation, but I think it's much better to be the latter, right? Which clearly you guys are, because it's, you know, I think CrossFit in Bath is is growing and you'll get, as you said, you've got more and more people just wanting to get in and particularly after a pandemic and people just in general caring more about their fitness. So it's Mm -hmm. again, the ideal time to expand and offer that to, to more people. Yeah i do want to circle back to something though yes yeah a couple of things i've didn't mention before um so i've got kind of two two questions for you actually one is more superficial because you mentioned you know you like to kind of snap pictures or save things that you like things that appeal to you what are kind of maybe a couple of the things that for you are like i this is something i really like when i see it and i'd really like to bring into the gym that maybe isn't there at the moment is there anything that immediately stands out
1: Um, Big thing for me is just first impressions and uh, you know whether you're a new member or you're an existing member when you walk through that door um, you know just that the the impact that you have there so you know investing on a a very cool front desk in an environment where people can sit obviously COVID at the moment is, is it meant that the demand is not there but when COVID's gone and we can socialize again having an area where the members can congregate it's not kind of you're not on the gym floor and you're facing somebody doing thrusters like you know half a meter away like it was um there's actually a place where you can come in you can sit down if you're early you can grab a coffee and do a little bit of work or do some emails or if you're not in a rush afterwards you can sit around and have a drink and um but also there's a there's a front desk person and a a face and somebody to welcome you while the coach is coaching so the coach you know you haven't got like a scenario where the coach is like trying to like take payment for a knocko while like warming up the next class and all that type of stuff so just having that um, you know, front desk area where somebody's there, you know, that can service the members and, and, and add that experience. I think that's one thing that we've not ever done and that I definitely want to to not add to it. Um, that's, the, that's the key thing for me. Uh, and then, yeah, I think... I think it's just... The, the beauty of... The, the the gyms are raw, you know. I think CrossFit gyms are raw. You know, it's got that reputation for being raw. But I think, you know, it's... Um, but for me, it's just making sure that it looks raw and there's raw materials like wood and metal and stuff like that, but it is pristine. It is like spotless, basically. Um, and that's the key thing for me. As long as it looks clean and 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 slick, I'm, it doesn't matter whether the wall's like grey or black. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter what type of wood we use. All of those sort of things are kind of superficial. It's more about the atmosphere. I want to, create and, and and when we when when we you know Shax and, Ed and I were talking the other day for me I don't want it to feel like um yeah and this is just my personal bias that's not right or wrong but I don't want it to feel too boutiquey you know I don't want it to feel too polished um where it just feels a bit kind of soulless and a bit generic you know I want it to have some personality I want there to be pictures of members on the walls I want it to be a little bit quirky and, and mean something to the members etc and so that's i think they're the key things for me you know we, we we you know our promise which is something that we've been working on a while is is to inspire educate and support and so what we what 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 could we put in there that's inspiring to people you know it gets people fired up to train and excited about training um, what educational pieces could there be in and around that communal area as an example that people can of dive into and and geek out on a little bit for those that want to not everybody's going to want to but they they can if they want to um you know there's there's i'm going off a bit of a tangent but there's 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 i think just bringing a bit of personality to it um but on the same breath just making it very very professional i think is is a key thing for me Uh, professional but not uh soulless i guess is the two is the thing we're looking at so
0: if that's achievable yeah it, it's again that balance isn't it because yeah. you've you've definitely got members that are like "I do crossfit you know this is yeah raw you know we lift weights we throw things around we make noise like that's what, and then you've also got members that are like well i'm doing this because i want to get fit i want to be healthy and i've found this to be a really effective means and i like coaching and I, I like the community and my friends there and you're trying to get that nice middle ground between it looking raw but i mean and correct me if i'm wrong but i'm pretty sure like on the couple of um member surveys that have been sent out in the past like one of the points that came back quite often was cleanliness right like people wanted it to feel and i know in the football ground there was that was a a big issue that was like we're already talking about it like it's the past it's great um but i know there was that kind of whole issue of you didn't have control over the cleaning because it was part of the grounds and you were limited in what you could do um and and, you know and we've spoken about that in the past go back and find that episode why not (laughs) But like now you've got control of that. So it's, yeah, you want it to look kind of have that, that raw feel, but at the same time, look clean and as you said, professional, but yeah. at the same time that you can drop a heavy barbell and you're not going to get in trouble for, you know, like some of these places that are so boutique and kind of, oh we do fitness, but don't fitness too hard. Cause that's not what we want. Yeah. And, and you're like trying to get that perfect balance between all of these kind of elements. Yeah going to be interesting
1: yeah well i think you know um yeah, yeah and and cleaning this was an issue and then we you know we rectified that i think um and and again covid was a bit of a trojan horse for that it was like well it has to be covid compliance so we have to take control of the cleaning and it's been great since then so deb's done an amazing job um but yeah it's uh i guess i probably could have explained it better the gym floor is going to be the gym floor The rig is going to be the rig. The chalk is going to be the chalk. The barbells are going to be rough. The mats are going to be black. You know, all these things. The gym floor is going to be the same. It's the amenities around that and it's the experience around that to help um, complement what's going on on the gym floor, basically. Um, And so when you come in, you, you, you know, it's a welcoming environment where you, you know, you. Um, no way, you can leave your stuff and it's going to be safe. And you go on that gym floor and it's going to set you up for success, basically. That's, I guess, that's the thing. So the toilets are excellent; they're five star. You know, it, it, you know, the reception area feels like you're going into a five star hotel and there's a concierge there waiting for you, welcoming you as you come in. All right, the gym floor and the coaching and all that stuff. Yes, we're going to try and improve that and, and make that even better. Um, but it's the amenities around that can just help lift it you know and it's not doesn't take a lot you just need to build it right and have some people servicing it basically so
0: i guess it's the idea that like you want the members to be proud of their gym like yeah. you want them to feel like they want their friends and family and people to come and see where they work out because like oh, you know come and see this place it's great uh, and and maybe at the moment we are proud of our gym but we're not proud of the like the visible side, like that, and any person who walks through the door can at a glance see, and we're proud of that. Like we have to explain, oh, you know, the community is great. Oh, the coaching is brilliant. So it's all very verbal, yeah. versus just you know, pop your head around the door, have a look, you'll be impressed. Uh, but like that's what you want to hit, right? You want it to be that somebody for the first time walking in is like, oh, this looks cool. Let me yeah. let me find out more.
1: Yeah, but also what like I said in my email, you guys deserve it
0: as well. You guys deserve that, and you know. Well, I know uh, I deserve it. I mean, I yeah. can't speak for all the
1: members, I'll leave. Because it's not going to matter to people. People just come in, do their work, and go. Doesn't matter, you know. But this is a this is an opportunity to exceed expectations, I think. Um, whereas we've not, you know, we've not had the opportunity of doing that before. Um, I think, anyway.
0: So. I mean, you say it doesn't matter. Somebody to me the other day was really saying, "Oh, I really hope we find a place soon." This is really. I'm just really. This is, you know. It's tiring seeing this place. I really hope we find somewhere soon. Yeah. And um I kept quiet, Ollie. You'd be proud of me. <laughs>
1: Are you uh, alluding to that you had a little bit of insight? No, no I'm not saying anything,
0: Ollie. I'm not, I'm not saying that either. <laughs> I'm just saying that I didn't, you know, I, I just said, oh, yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> no, it is good. I think everyone's really excited about it. In fact, this now leads on to another question that's maybe... Maybe I'm jumping the gun a little bit here, but I know when we moved from Wansdyke to, um, to the football ground, like a lot of members helped out in moving kit and, you know, kind of getting involved. And I've no doubt, knowing the CrossFit Bath community, that a lot of members would love to help out and get involved and do what they can. I'm imagining because of COVID that it's not going to be maybe as simple for people to help out. As perhaps it once was, I don't know. I have no clue. But I mean, do you think there are things that you're gonna, you know, that members could help out with if they kind of want to do something to to support you guys? Is there things that you need or you foresee needing help with in the future?
1: Um, yeah, no, I think. Um, I, I guess first thing and foremost, we need to get a date, and then we'll, we'll work back from that. And I think we Have to be realistic, I think that some of the stuff so some of the time consuming stuff is um getting equipment like lead times for equipment, so like the mats we've got like 500 mats tiles that we've got to um uh get ordered and, and delivered. Um, but the lead time for those is not too bad, it's you know a couple of weeks, so cool, great. You know, we do want to get another rig, but I think what we need to do is um. We haven't worked out um, but there's a lot of stuff that's still open-ended basically, Jace. So what is the timetable when we open up? Like what is that? what Is it just the same as we're doing right now? Yes, we've got scope to expand, but do we just do we just nail it like new spot, nail it as we are now? And then as time goes on, the membership will grow and we'll need to add those extra classes as and when based on looking at the timings, you know current times. Or do we go full blown, you know, concurrent full programming? We're going to have to hire like two more coaches, like three front desk staff. Like it feels like it's probably going to be somewhere in the middle. You know, it feels yeah. like it, it. we probably do need a little bit more coaching help. We need some front desk staff. We need more equipment. But it's not going to be the, the you know, the full um, full experience. Uh, and we just you, we just have to be... And a lot of it just comes down to cash flow, like, you know, completely open and honest. It just comes down to cash flow. We just have to cash flow out and see what we can afford at what point. Um, the experience is going to be so much better than it was. Um, and some things might not be ready. Like, for example, we've got some some spaces for change rooms, which is really nice. And a lot of it was already done up. Um, and that is usually the big cost item, stuff like that. Um, it's, it's pretty much ready to go there's an on en- there's a beautiful ensuite bathroom and stuff already in the, in the facility um so stuff like that we can save costs on but you can't use showers and you can't use changing rooms under covid um guidance anyway at the moment so if we can that's something that we can hold off finishing until kind of mid-june end of june when you know we likely could start using those facilities again so then we can focus on some other things and get those right for a month. And then we just and so we just we just need to get into the details of what that staging looks like, basically, um, and then that will dictate, um, you know, where we what we invest in first. What's the, again? It comes down to priority, finding the balance. What does that look like? Um, you know, now how much cash we've got that we could do? It. Say we no. Say we add all these extra things. We buy all this kit. But we don't get new, another new member for six months. going to run out of cash so like it's just understanding that and what do we need to build the membership to at what point um before we add you know another 10 classes example like i said i think it's going to be somewhere in the middle i think we probably do um probably an extra two classes in the evening at least um to help that load and then maybe a couple of days a week we do a couple of extra morning classes maybe uh, the challenge with it is just scheduling and that's the big rubik's cube that we're kind of trying to work out at the moment what's the schedule look like and i think we could probably do it for the coaching team that we've got at the moment actually um but again it just takes a little bit of engineering and it's a bit of a you know like i said a bit of a rubik's cube just trying to trying to figure out um but yeah anyway i'm 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 get, again, I'm getting into the the weeds of it, but it, it's 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 quite a complex thing. It's it probably feels fairly simple from outside looking in, but it's it's a, it's a big kind of juggling act, basically.
0: Yeah, no, because I think it's you, know, you say it feels fairly simple, but it's again one of those things where, like, if you say, okay, we'll just stick with what we are because that's what we need, uh, and then when we need the next step, we'll we'll implement it. But like as you say, if you have to wait for another sixteen people that want to train at half past 5 to do a half past 5 class well by the time you get member 16 saying like oh i want to join you know the first couple that have maybe put their name down on the list or oh, they will you know they've gone off to another gym or they've done something else because they were you know tired of waiting kind of thing so you do need to hit that middle ground don't you you can't hold off completely because it you know then by the time you need to kind of do it you're desperately looking for an extra coach that you don't have and you're you know trying to quickly put something together and again at the same time if you go whole hot whole hog and you're like oh we've opening everything up and you're just bleeding capital because you don't have people using it you know mm-hmm. you've got all these like staggered classes and six people to a class it's again you know you, you it's a, it's a waste right so it is that middle ground or like okay what is the busiest times that we can cover with the coaches we've got or with one extra coach or whatever and then building out from there and i guess you see how it goes but Yeah, I think I've got no skin in the game. So (laughs) I can say what I like.
1: I think that'll be key for the next like two or three weeks, just tracking the data and tracking the the attendance of people coming back as well. You know, we still don't fully understand the impact of COVID and how many members are going to return and what that looks like, basically. So um, we need to know what the starting point is before we kind of start making any like kind of long term plans. Um, Yeah, because even this week
0: was like still the school holidays, right? So because actually i was quite surprised there was a couple of days i was like oh, i forgot to book into the class and i was still able to get in no problem I was like, oh that's odd but yeah if people are you know if they've gone away like you had then they're not booking into a class right so yeah. it will probably be from next week when school's back on and people are kind of back to normal that you'll have a better idea but even then you know if people are working from home maybe they can go and train at half past ten whereas they know when they work in the office mm-hmm they can't train until six o'clock so that will kind of mess up um data and things as well i'd imagine
1: yeah no, yeah yeah it's, it's a real chicken and the egg when you do stuff like if you put it out there and you you go for it and you make that investment then that actually yeah, that might be the reason why more people join quicker you know and so it's 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 a bit of a double-edged sword really um and like yeah we just you there's a bit of intuition there's data you definitely f- use the data to guide your decisions but then there's definitely a gut kind of intuition feeling about what we think is the, is the right thing to do and just basically speaking to members as well and getting their perspective and understanding you know what's important to you guys i think we've got a good kind of understanding that we've done enough surveys and stuff over the time so um so yeah and it's we, we kind of, we're embarking on a slightly different model for the gym now. Like I said, we're talking about front desk staff and we've never had that ever. You know, we've had membership people and people to support that, but no one actually there on the front kind of servicing the members and mainly because it's just, it's not probably needed. You know, it's probably that that level of membership, it would be great to have, but the cost of that person, we could be investing in more equipment and getting an extra assault bike and all that type of stuff. Um, and the bridge will probably stay like that, that, that the bridge it, it, with the demographic of people and the size of Trowbridge and all that type of stuff like that doesn't need to be more than 250 270 in Trowbridge I think you know that will serve the people of Trowbridge pretty well whereas Bath's just a different beast you know with the again the demographic and the, the population and, and you know the, the massive student population and the types of students that come and all that type of stuff but, ooh, it's, and there's no other kind of, there's not really any other gyms for a long, long, you know, CrossFit gyms anyway for, for decent uh, decent distance away. It's just kind of that like sweet spot where it really needs to, I feel personally, it needs to, to fulfill like, you know, upwards of 400, 500 people, I think so.
0: Yeah, I, I guess I suppose when you talk like front desk stuff, I think if you've got somewhere like the bridge that you've got a solid membership base that are people that live in Trowbridge and have probably lived there for a long time or, you know, around Trowbridge and they're not going anywhere you've got that like solid and there will be members coming in and members going out, but it's on a a smaller degree versus like Bath where you, if you just take the university, you've got a changeover of membership so much quicker. Mm -hmm. And therefore you've got more people coming in the front door who are not members. It's it's, it's a simple equation, isn't it? So the more people you've got just walking through the door who are not members, Mm -hmm. then you do need somebody, you know, and it's, I mean, we've all been in a class where somebody's walked in and the coach is kind of like, what, you know, I've, I've got to walk over and see these people because they're just standing at the door, right? So it, it makes sense. I think we've all seen it. So yeah. it's it's a justifiable expense at that point, isn't it? We're not going to go, oh, they could have bought a, you know, a, a row machine instead of paying this person's salary. What's going on? Like, it, yeah. we get it it. it.
1: it is, but it's more, It's also more important to service you guys as members, like to, to make sure that, you know, Will can't look after everyone by himself like you know and and so if he can have some support there we can do so much little things like just sending a birthday card to somebody like on their birthday like just that level of experience and and service is what we're we're kind of be aiming for basically and it just means that we can support you guys better if you've got a membership issue we can be more responsive we can rectify it there and then Um, you know if you want to you know if you you there's so much stuff that we can do um, you just need, and, and you can, you know, you could do it virtually and there's, and there's definitely different ways of doing it, definitely, but I am big on people and, it, and personal experiences and, you know, otherwise we just stay online and do Zooms the whole time, like, do you know what I mean? Like, and i just do, an, I'd be an online personal trainer and, you know, great, like, I can work remotely wherever I want, but it's important for me, for me personally, and I know Ed and Shaqs feel the same, to just have that physical space where people can come to and it feels like a second home for them. Um, you know Starbucks coined it the third space um, you know that you have home you have work and then you have that third space and that's really what you know is what a CrossFit gym is for me in my mind anyway so
0: So there's one question I haven't asked and I should have asked it a lot earlier because people might have switched off by now Um, (laughs) and to, to the point that this might be the little teaser clip I put up obviously very excited to have a new gym very excited that there's going to be all the kit in there and it's going to be bigger so it's going to be potentially more kit and and all of that i suppose a question that could be on the mind of some members is is there going to be then a period during this transition where service stops Uh, you know when kit gets moved to the new facility yet the new facility is not yet open so we have perhaps a facility that does not have kit Uh, is that a potential thing we should be thinking about
1: I don't think so. I don't think so. I think if it is, it's going to be like 48 hours at the most, I think. There's no reason why it needs to be any longer than that. Like it's literally just trans most of the stuff that's going to go in the new place. is going to be new. It's going to be new, brand new flooring. Um, You know, it's going to, there's a lot of stuff, like all the amenities and stuff like that will be, will be brand new. So there's no reason why, um, you know, it will be literally transporting the current kit that we have over there. And that's, you know, we could do that in an afternoon it's not a lot of stuff at the end of the day so um so yeah answer your question no um i say that and then it would be like two weeks
0: <laughs> so it's i can't day-
1: see why that would be a problem like you know it's yeah. like you said it's the uh, day that
0: we see a, a burpee running wad programmed and that's all there is is burpees and running yeah we understand oh that's the day they move the kit <laughs>
1: Right. yeah yeah exactly you know it's we could go to the park for a day, like, do I mean, I think there's still some question marks uh, around the football club and the football club have been great to their credit, like, you know, and and we didn't really cover it. But remember, we got kicked out once, like, very abruptly. Uh, we were staring down the bottle. We just did not know where, where we were going to go. It looked like we were going to have to downscale and literally have 100 members and just, you know we were really in a tricky spot and they were kind of open-minded and allowed us to go in there and yeah it's not been perfect and um but it's allowed us to operate for the last couple of years and keep going and actually build our membership you know that's the thing like we we've built a membership we've added like a hundred members to our membership in a in a football club pub like i mean and so that gives me a huge sense of uh of reassurance that like the coaching and what we're trying to deliver is good. It can be better and we'll always try and be better. Um, but if we can just add a, a you know, a premium steady off steady to that, I just generally feel like the, the, the sky's the limit really in terms of what we can and experience for people. So, um, so yeah.
0: I, I guess that's also sort of the problem, isn't it? It's like if people, you know, as you said, you've added all these new members and this is like all they've seen and they don't know what the situation was like at one stake because, like yes you got kicked out pretty abruptly but that wasn't like oh you've just got kicked out you know that's come out of nowhere that was a a, a period of time where there was just constant oh probably going to get kicked out next week are oh, probably going to get kicked out the following and I, I remember like in the you know back in the day the facebook group that now is quite kind of light-hearted and people are quite free to judge was constantly posts of this is the planning development this is the response that they've had this is what's going on it was quite kind of you know people being worried that oh they are going to approve it they're not going to approve it and then i remember that it all got denied and we were all kind of great brilliant they're not allowed to build there this is the best news we've ever heard yeah and like immediately after that they kicked everyone out (laughs) so
1: i I did come to the shop but you know it's yeah, it's it, there's the, that is the challenge that you face in any commercial property. Everyone, regardless of your business, that is a risk that you take on, and it's something you've got to navigate. And the the problem is, we just we need so much space. That's the the problem, you know, and uh, that's what creates some of the challenges. And, and Bath's such a beautiful city, and they don't like you know too many industrial units. So I kind of get it, but um, yeah. It, it, it's, anyway, yeah. So yeah, we. Um, yeah, so we moved out of, obviously, one strike. Abruptly, Twarton has been great and the football club have been very understanding, but we don't know what what level of spec the football club are going to want that left hand. i I feel like we, you know, made it better from what yeah. it was. So I'm kind of hoping they're not going to ask us to put the the old uh, carpet back and the the dodgy chandeliers, but they could do. I don't think they will do, but there's de- there's definitely an element of that that we need to we we need to factor in, and that's going to cost us a little bit of money as well. So um, we we need to get some clarity on that before we make any firm decisions on on the new place, basically. So,
0: so here's a question for you, and this is I'm not going to cut it, but this is absolutely irrelevant to ninety percent of the people listening, but. Did the downstairs look like the upstairs? Uh, wanna, and I, I think, you know, because yeah, I mean. like, exactly, exactly. actually I've got to say, you know, as much as oh, the, the grounds is this and that, and you know, the gym is smaller, whatever. They also let me use all the rooms upstairs for, you know, I think I've podcasted in nearly every room up there. So I can't <laughs> complain. Like they've been very kind to me as well. So that's yeah. really nice. But the, the decor upstairs is
1: it's it yeah it was exactly the same i've got some pictures just. i know it's not going to help people listening but that's
0: that's what it looked like so it needs to to look like that or better
1: so, no they're not saying that but you know usually when you're a tenant you you you, you put the space back to how it, yeah. it how it was um and um you know i don't think i want it to look like that like i said i think we've improved the space i think we'll probably have to improve we'll have to reconcrete the floor maybe and put a new carpet down but um it, it even i think ed was even saying they're talking about maybe getting another gym in now i don't know I, oh, really i don't know if that'd be a possibility but it would be a bad little kind of you know be a great little space for, for an up-and-coming kind of gym business i think for sure so um yeah we'll see to be continuing on that but like I said, they've been they they've been understanding, and um, you know, to be honest, this we could go in that new unit tomorrow. We could we could literally move all the kit over tomorrow. We could run classes in the forecourt out the front, you know, and and do all the building around people. And again, that's another kind of balancing act that, that we need to make in a judgment call. like how much of this do we? Because what one again, one end of the spectrum is you get everything completely finished, like all bells and whistles, and then you let people in. But that might be another. Three months down the line or we get you know 80 percent of it done and then there are some other bits and pieces that we do in and around the space Um, and then we have like an open proper open kind of launch day um after the 21st when there's no social distance and we have a big celebration like that could be i mean that's what we did
0: at twen park i i I remember doing you know doing a a class because we were allowed to do them then uh, doing a class and at the same time you know, somebody would like plastering a wall. Like I, I remember, or I think somebody was in the lighting or something, yeah. uh, but it was, you know, it was, as you said, it was fine. It was that or nothing. Mm. Uh, and I think that, you know, again, I mean, my opinion, who am I? But, you know, if I can speak on behalf of any members, I think we're just, you know, like being in the new facility, even not finished is still more exciting and kind of like, because you can see the potential yeah. versus still being in the other place and like, yeah okay this is all finished but we we really want to be in the new place right so i i get that what you're saying is kind of yeah we you know don't necessarily i think i'd rather be in where we are now doing a workout inside than there working out in front of the gym if that makes sense but at the same time like if you're telling me oh it's 80 percent ready we still got you know all the finishing touches need to be done but at least we're going to run classes i mean it's as we've said at the start of this podcast it's so close to my house <laughs> i can't yeah i can't complain uh,
1: and i think the key thing with all that is just uh, you know um just good communication just setting expectations helping people understand that look, there, are, there are some bits and pieces that still need to be done and we're working on it and this is when we want it to be done by um you know as long as we communicate to people yeah it should be like i said hopefully everyone's excited about it Again, I, I unless you live opposite, I think there's one girl who's just recently joined. She, she lives opposite to Park. She'll probably be slightly disappointed. But other than that, I, I can't see why it will yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a negative for anyone, really. It's it is really exciting.
0: And I actually think again, like moving in a time of COVID is convenient in that sense as well. Cause like you're saying, like the showers and things like that, that normally, you know, when you're kind of an 80% opening, it's kind of like, oh, this isn't we can't use this at the moment, we can't use that at the moment. But at the moment, it doesn't really matter where you go or what you're doing every business you go into you're being told oh at the moment we're not using this or at the moment we can't use that so that's that's pretty much the norm at the, yeah. at the moment so you know it could be you that yeah, have you're to
1: outside, pretty- yeah. Yeah. that's a good point you're still gonna have to wait outside before you come in so there's no po- like those amenities that we t- just talked about you can't make the use of that anyway like do you know what i mean so
0: yeah this beautiful sofa you'll be allowed to use it one day but not the yeah <laughs> yeah
1: yeah and i think it's the key thing is it just doesn't disrupt any classes you know i don't want to disrupt it's, it's just making sure that we still value that and honour that, and because that is every, that is you know that is the priority. Making sure that the class experience is one hundred percent. All these other things that we talked about is nice, and yes, it's going to increase the 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 experience. But we still got to make sure that we're nailing those classes and people are safe and they feel you know they get in the, a, a good level of attention and, and coaching etc. So, um, provided we can do that, then yeah, yeah, we'll we'll get in there and get rock and rolling.
0: I my, my only thought now. Is like, I, and this might come across wrong, but like, I get that you know this is your business, right? So this is—it's really important for you that this all goes well because it's yeah. your your livelihood, right? You've you've mm-hmm. invested time, energy, money, your life into this, so it's understandable that for you this is really important. The amazing thing is how excited we all are <laughs> about <laughs> this, because it's like when you really take. 10 steps back as maybe many of our family members that don't do CrossFit or people we know that don't do CrossFit are, they probably cannot understand why we would be so excited that we're getting a new gym, Mm. but it's really exciting. Yeah. Well, it should be,
1: you know, it should be, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's it's, it's a lot more exciting than the last move anyway, put it that
0: way. Yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I think everyone has it. I mean, from the voices and things I've heard from people in the past and, it's been like over the last year people have asked me if i know anything about a new jib, and usually i get to say no and it's true um so it's really exciting now to be like oh, actually we do know something um so that's great and i think we're all just yeah looking forward to getting into it and uh, training harder than we've ever trained before because you know the only reason we were holding back was because of the facility now we're all going to be games <laughs> level athletes that's- yeah no, I,
1: I appreciate that jason i i know i saw it all the time but I, I, it has to be said again i just i get so blown away by the support that we get from all of you really and uh yeah so 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 grateful it's really what gives us the energy especially coming out of covid uh, like we you say we're, you're excited i'm so excited to get open this week and get everything organized and see people and stuff and, and i've not been around i managed to go with trobridge um yesterday but it feels like uh it feels like you know it's like old times, right? all comes flooding back in a slightly different format, but um, yeah, it's it's, it's great. And, and this is just a new, this is like, this is just the next chapter in our evolution. We, we weren't ready for a move like this five years ago, if I'm honest. You know, if we found this unit five years ago, I'm not sure we were mature enough as business owners to be able to, because it is a risk. It's going to, you know, you think, you you do the math, right? It's double the size. So it's going to be, you know, substantially more money, but we're ready for it, you know, we're ready for the next step. We, we, we've done all we can at at Twerton Park and it's time to go to the next level. It's time to, you know, and that, and that will put some pressure on us and the team. But Everyone's up for it. And, and equally, like, you know, the, the staff is super excited. You think that, like, for them, their working environment was that place. They'd spend more time there than anybody else. You know for them to know that they're going to move to a new place with new amenities and and just an environment that they can get really really inspired by and excited by yes that's that's a big thing for me big thing for me in terms of uh engagement from the from the team because they've been amazing like you know been literally you know, absolute gold dust over the last 12 months during lockdown but also in since we moved to twern park they've they've sucked it up like all of us as well and um you know they deserve this new facility just as much as we as owners and you as members do as well so massive shout out to them for that as well
0: yeah i guess again it's very easy to focus on like what affects us and you're you're right we're there for an hour a day most of us and and recently not even that but yeah somebody's working there for you know a few hours in a row and then they've got their little break and it's still there and maybe they can't really go anywhere like yeah it makes sense so we're sorry that we haven't thought about the the coaches over this last year um i i apologize on behalf of all the members for most of the coaches but the, you know that one coach that really annoys me <laughs> not apologizing to you and you know who you are um I wonder if anyone will message me about that right brilliant well ollie i'm uh, excited to to see the place and uh and to start training there but i guess it's like that annoying thing now where we know it's happening, but we've all got to wait. It Not will, you, no, but it'll, yeah, yeah. It'll, uh, it'll fly around so fast, won't it? Like, that's what, I one thing I've found. COVID has sped time up for me. Yeah. I feel yeah. like days just passed in an instant. So before we know it, we'll be in a new place.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and uh, it will all start happening. Now we've told people... You know it will all start happening very very quickly now and we'll, we'll try and keep people regularly updated and stuff it's kind of again it's a balance of like ha- updating people on the progress but leave a little bit for a bit of a reveal you know leave a little bit of uh anticipation
0: we're going back to the cliffhangers right we've got to leave yeah. them a little
1: yeah. yeah
0: yeah brilliant all right well thanks so much ollie i appreciate you um abandoning your children this evening to talk to me and uh but i've done the same for you so you know we're even uh but great and uh it's you know i don't even know how to wrap this up because it's just I, i'm re- i'm embarrassed by how like happy this is all making me <laughs>
1: <laughs> well that makes me happy taste it really does
0: so. all right yeah. then well who who knows what will be at the like, hey last week we ended with a big spoiler of like not big spoiler big cliffhanger of some great news coming and that's going to be the topic next week get ready for that how are we going to follow this up who knows what you know whoever's coming on next week full oh, 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 pressure is on now so um tune in everyone next week to see who's going to live down the pressure
1: it'll probably be me <laughs> yeah Brilliant. All, all right, right.